This is part two of our emo punk scene radio bracket with Mike Rotondo from the Plain White Tees. If you haven't heard part one, go ahead and grab that from last week first and listen to that first. If you have listened to that, please share it with a handful of friends that you think might like it. Okay, let's get into the rest of this bracket here with Mike. Okay, well, we're back to our tournament here. So we are in round two and the upset of the century story of the year is now up against the used. So the second biggest song by story of the year is another track I really like (laughs) called Anthem of our dying day. know these songs you toured with them yeah that's a fun song okay up against the used about that one though buried myself alive we're not gonna do the bird and the worm let's we're just gonna we're going we're going with the songs i want to hear all right well if we get to it we'll get to it it'll be next so here's buried myself alive by the used buried myself alive on the inside so i can shut you out let you go All right. <laughs> you know, for years. Hands down. Hands down. Hands you down. give it to the yeah, used. Just, we, you wouldn't even need to talk about it. Okay. Hands down. Well, so instead of talking about that, I'll just, I'll answer. I get a lot of mail about this. Yeah. A lot of people ask me over the years. It's briefs, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Sherwood's song Home from a Different Light was influenced heavily by that uh. song by the used. Here we go. Listen to this. Tonight you see me waving at you You're painting flowers on the ceiling But you're looking through the leaves And the cloudy sky to me I'm carrying our dreams across the sky And then even the chorus gets really similar mm-hmm. I'll, I'll find that here Shine for us instead What a dream we have to offer I mean, it's the same progression. I totally was thinking about it. And a bunch of people, honestly, I was joking that a lot of people talk about it, but a, a handful of people have totally yeah. called me out on it over the years. <laughs> and they're totally right. Yeah, I was totally you know, fucking ripping that song off. I never realized. And if you hadn't mentioned anything, I don't think I would have. But now that yeah. you do, I'm like, oh, you could almost sing along to it. Yeah. Oh, you totally can. And I've I've had friends give me shit by when that song's on singing the use lyrics <laughs> over it. And it totally works. Okay. All right, story of the year. I mean, unless you have stories, they they did they worked with John Feldman. Yep. They got that sound. I think a couple of songs, I mean, I have re-added them into my playlist and stuff because yeah. I really enjoy them. I mean, you know, really good. But the used. Yeah. That that song just it's 
on a different level, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, my chem versus rise against here is I'm not mm. okay. I promise. For all the dirty looks, the photographs your boyfriend took. Remember when you broke your foot from jumping out the second floor? I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. You and me. Shit balls, man. Yeah. Come yeah. on. It doesn't matter what Rise Against is going to do, but here's what they're going to do. They're going <laughs> to do re-education through labor. Two songs with parentheticals in them. Here's Rise Against. Like Badass working class anthem right there. It is. I like that song. I mean, it's not better than no. My chem, but they beat Paramore, and they, yeah. you know, they they got a couple punches in. Yeah. Right. True. They showed up. Rise against incredibly sincere, nice dudes. Just have been really cool to me and us over the years, mm-hmm. and just really just respect the hell out of those guys. And yeah. I have I've been late to their music. And I got to say, man, it's finding a spot for me. And I really, it didn't at the time, it was not, it was too, I don't know, a certain kind of punk that I wasn't really into Yeah, at the time, but it's Chicago it's punk. Good. What are you trying to say? <laughs> like bordering on active rock punk. Right. I agree know? with that. that. Especially that last track. I was like, okay. Yeah. But they do, but then they always put their own spin on it. And his voice, he's really in between the active rock world and a classic punk rock singer. Yeah. Uh, and they straddle the lines. And that might be one reason why they are, sell so many records and so many yeah. tickets is that they really are getting multiple audiences. Yeah. And lyrically, man, they have stuck to their leftist progressive guns and their kind of, yeah, like working class stuff. And like, man, I respect that. Yeah. You know, they, they are definitely them. Just what they are happens to have really broad appeal and, and they do it great. Yeah. But I'm not okay is like, I mean, I was punching the air. Yeah. Just now. It's very unfair to rise against, to have them go up against that yeah. song, but that's just the way it is. That's the way it is. I mean, that video came out and it just announced them as like, there's a full on lookbook associated with this band like there's all the visuals the writing the lyrics i mean his vocal delivery he's so fucking confident for a guy on his first real record i mean it's unbelievable and i you know i think he saw it i think he saw what he wanted to go for and apparently the kind of guy he is i don't know those guys at all but gosh love them so much if you told me that one track could be as epic as that succeeds at being, I wouldn't believe you. But then there it is. You know what's interesting? It's epic in a different way because the Black Parade is more traditionally epic. Sure. But what I think the genius of I'm Not Okay is that 
it's actually just kind of a snarly punk song. Right. It's very straight ahead. There are no sort of flourishes. Yeah. And yet it totally transcends that. Right. Like the best Ramones songs do or, or something like yeah. that where it's like, yeah, that's the framework, but it's the, the video is perfect because it really is like a trailer to a film. Like the song is like you can imagine 80s teenage comedy that that song is right about the losers in school and like, <laughs> you know, like all that. Yeah. But it's just like a fucking punk song, you know? Yeah. If so you break I, it down to uh, what it, the building blocks, say, yeah. okay, yeah, this is what it is, but it's but so it's much not. more than that. It's greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah. All right. We love you, Mike Kim. Rise Against, mad props. Next up, Yellow Card versus Anne Berlin. I want to make this competitive and I want to give Yellow Card a chance to, to like, <laughs> I don't know, upset, uh, upset some more people. So I'm going to jump to the third track and skip the second one, which is only one, which was the bigger chart single, but I like way away more. It's the opening track off ocean Avenue and it's got a fucking great chorus hook, uh, the last melody of the chorus. So we're going to hear this song instead. Dad's playing a little loose with the rules here. And Anne Berlin, going off the radio charts, the next song of theirs is Impossible, which has got a little delay guitar action stuff. I love his voice. His singing voice is so it's, good. It's so unique. Yeah. It doesn't work for me in every instance, especially a few, I think, missteps early on, like, boys speak in rhythm yeah. and girls in code. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> like, it's like somebody needed to be in the room sort of keeping that from happening. But when he's not making questionable choices like that, when he is... In his, <laughs> I, I'm always thinking of, uh, I think you should leave. So when he's in his Q zone, <laughs> like when he is really operating on all cylinders and singing a rock song. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's just got an undeniable rock voice. Yeah. And he, that song is a really good example. That's a great vocal performance. I love his softer, mellower stuff too, though. Yeah. Maybe and it's it's almost like it's from a different era. Like I'd I'd really be interested to hear what his influences are vocally. Hmm, Reminds yeah. me of like Tears for Fears sometimes. Or that's Aha. A, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's got like a new wave kind of a yeah. thing to it. Yeah, but like on Feel Good Drag, like on that song, it was really rock. You yeah, know, and he's yep. pushing it really hard. Yeah, I think Yellow Card wins. Woo! Okay, and I didn't see that coming. 
I'm not going to veto you because way away. You don't have a veto. No, I do. We're in a new oh, round. round I, I get one each round, okay, but I'm not okay. going to veto you. That how it feels to be alone and not believe. That little melodic turn right there. And then the anything and back in. That is just fucking tight rock arrangement. I love yeah. it. And I just, I realized listening back again, how the drums, the kick drum kind of sticks on the offbeat for the chorus mm, yeah. more than you would expect it to. Yeah. That's really smart. Yeah. The two and four. Yeah. Yeah. Really smart. Which is drum. what the vocal is doing. Right. All those off rhythms. Yeah. All right. Well, Anne Berlin, I, I love Anne Berlin. Oh, yeah. I don't care that their albums are interchangeable with each other. They basically are. It doesn't bother me. They found a really good formula, and I appreciate when they... It's like Newfound Glory. I don't, they don't need to change their sound. Why does Amberlynn have to change their sound? Right. You know? It's fine yeah. with me. We toured with them. Did I mention that back we, in the day? <laughs> that's good. We toured with Anchor and Braille, which is uh, Steven's yeah. side project or whatever, yeah. but it was just him. So I don't really know, and we didn't you know, become buddies or anything, so I don't really know anybody in that band. A lot, yeah. a lot of mutual friends with them. You guys did a tour with them. Long time ago. Yeah. How were they live? Uh, really good. Yeah. They've always seemed very professional. Steven's great. Great front man. Yeah. Really knows how to work a crowd. Great live singing. You know, just mm -hmm. really good. Fine memories. That's great. Well, we'll see you later. Nobody thought Yellow Card would be going all the way to the final four. But here they are. One more matchup in the third round. AFI v Fallout Boy. Now, okay, I'm pulling an audible here, too. I don't want to hear another song from December Underground. I know it was their biggest record, and that's the chart stuff. But there are songs before that on their actual like Spotify popularity and yeah. that maybe didn't have quite the chart, but within the scene are more important. So let's hear Girls Not Gray from Sing the Sorrow. That, we're going to sub in that track. Okay, and they're up against Fallout Boy. This ain't a scene, it's an arms race. What say you, Mike? I honestly feel like that chorus was trying to be AFI. Oh, the the final section there where it got to punk. Yeah, the, or the post-chorus, the whatever. Yeah, you whatever call it, it is. Yeah, that's the chorus. Yeah. And obviously, everything else was a big departure from the scene. You know, yeah, and, all and the, the electronic music. beats and the yeah. the big, you know, multi-layered background vocals and yeah. all the synth work. Yeah. And then they hit the punk rock chorus, and instantly I'm like, oh. They're just trying to do AFI. Interesting. And AFI is AFI. Yeah. And that's where they're at their peak too on that record. Yeah. Yeah. And 
there's probably other Fall Out Boy songs that maybe would have eked out a win here, but I think we yeah. got to give it to AFI. Wow. Well, that's interesting because it's not necessarily that the track wasn't working for you, but interestingly, when you play those back to back, the bleed over of the AFI track makes you yeah. think less of the Fall Out Boy track. That's interesting. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not think less of it, but just be like, oh. Well, interpret it through a different lens because yeah. of what you just heard. Yeah. Right. One of the things I really like about doing these episodes is about pitting these songs together for this fictional battle is it forces you to listen with fresh ears when you're going back and forth quickly, right. you know, between things. It's almost yeah. like you're doing a mix. Uh, and that's really fun. Yeah. All right. So we have our Mount Rushmore of scene radio bands, the used My Chemical Romance, Yellow Card and AFI. I think of those four, Yellow Card's the biggest surprise, right? Yeah. By far. I think Yellow Card, Wild Card. Wild Card in there. I you think know? AFI can see that because they're kind of elder statesmen. Right. Um, put in their time, had a lot of success, great band. Obviously, My Chem, you know, they're sort of my favorite to win it all, other than maybe Blink-182, I thought, at the beginning. And then The Used. I like how you talked about their sort of place in the scene. So yep. we are moving on to the semifinals. The final four. Here we go. Okay. For the U's, now we got to give them the bird and the worm. This is their highest, number one charting song. We got to play it at least third. So here's the bird and the worm by the used. Shot down by strangers whose glances can cripple the heart and devour the soul. That is a very ambitious song right there, an arrangement. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to maybe do what this band maybe does better, but that'll be your choice. Famous Last Words by My Chemical Romance. think i gotta say i don't remember either of those songs i i don't think i've ever heard the used song yeah um but yeah that so that my chem song didn't leave a big impression for you and neither of them listening now really did much for me mm -hmm. if, I'm, if i'm being honest yeah um but i think between the two obviously the used trying kind of to go for the my chem thing yeah a little bit of Panic at the Disco thing going on. Yeah, with maybe. the plucked strings and yep. all that stuff. Pizzicato yeah. strings. Yep. But I think I think Mike Kem is going to take it in this case between those two songs. It's at least a better chorus yeah. than the U song. And so yep. we can give it that. Did the U song have a chorus? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sort of. But yeah. it was that wasn't the focal point. Right. Yeah. Um, interesting. Well, okay. What, what to say about the used as we bid them adieu? I mean... What hasn't been said about the used? <laughs> like at the time, maybe the number one CD 
played in our van nonstop. Really? Other than Sherwood. <laughs> was the used. Where's the fact checker? Dude, Middle of the Night was spun nonstop on repeat. Wow, that's very kind of you. That's a great song. But I will have to confirm that with Tom. Yeah. <laughs> he's un- he's unlikely to back you up. Well, when Tom when Tom was in control of the CD deck, it was that it was the used and it was tattoo. That uh the two T A T U the yeah. like, all the things she said, all the yep, things she yep. said running through my head. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, it's pop. Yeah. Sometimes uh Burt McCracken's public persona like would overshadow the band. I think for me, like in terms of my mental picture of them. Yeah. And since I wasn't like in the market for a greasy haired screaming heartthrob yeah. <laughs> on reality television, like since I wasn't in the market for that, like it didn't help my image of them. And I really think that I kind of slept on them in a sense for a while because now with the distance and I don't care about that and that's not like in my peripheral vision some of those songs and even john feldman's kind of over the top production of them like it's fun it works oh, yeah. you know and bear myself alive is great blue and yellow is probably my favorite used track let's just well let's just play that because let's we'll just hear a chorus yeah. this is a great chorus in my opinion Just give me that. Any by the day. way, by the way, so in the chorus, kind of going yeah. back to the All American Rejects thing, where he's uh-huh. singing at the top of his range. In that chorus, for West, that's a that's a C. He's going Ooh. all the way up to a high C, which is that's up there. That's very high. I sang a high C one time on that song, Home, yeah. which is a ripoff of the Used. There's a really <laughs> high harmony. Yeah. At the very end, home, and I got to that B to C, and actually, I didn't do it. He auto-tuned me up. I couldn't get that note. Yeah. So I didn't actually hit it. I could hit the B, Yeah. and you know, like that was like the, I was like fully lubed up my vocal cords and everything. I was like firing on all cylinders, (laughs) Um, and I still couldn't get that C. That's really high. Yeah. So that has to be the tip top of yeah. Bert's vocal range, but it's gotta be. in contrast to the, was it Rejects? No, Taking Back Sunday. That's what it was. Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not Rejects. In contrast to the Taking Back Sunday song, he goes up there and then he comes back down. He's not living there. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of the difference. And he's also more comfortable up there. He sounds right. more comfortable doing it. Yeah. And yeah, the tonic, the one is, uh, I guess in that case, it'd be the F is where he's living on that chorus. That's where yeah. the main hook is. Right. That is, I have like a tiered system of playlists for songs I like. Okay. Okay. So I've got, I have like this giant playlist. It's like my biggest playlist. It's called Two of Every Kind. And that is a Noah's Ark reference. The idea being that like, it's a couple of the best songs from every record I like. Right. It's just like the, the focus tracks, right? So the one to four best songs per album. And if it's got four, that's a really good album, right? Yeah. And then there's Gold Record, which I started 
like, okay, but what if like I really just want to listen to the best of the best? So <laughs> two of every kind is 7,600 songs. Wow. I've been building it for like a decade. Gold record, 1,500 songs. Okay, so we're one-fifth the songs. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, but what if I'm like on a flight and I really only want like the absolute, absolute cream. That's the platinum record playlist, which is only 71 songs. Wow. This is the creme de la creme. And only the songs that I basically never skip are yeah. on this playlist. And Blue and Yellow by The Used is on this playlist. Not very many tracks. There's a couple of my chem tracks yeah. that are on there too. Just kind of scrolling through. I don't have all of it right in front of me, but yeah, not a lot from Anson Man Berlin. So there's a little bit of the bands here. Going back to the CD play in our van, Warp Tour touring days back then, I don't think My Chem was really spun at all. Hmm. Yeah. And also, Blue and Yellow, I'm fairly confident, was Tom's favorite you song. And yeah. that, oh, I bet. that was like on repeat for sure. Oh. With all of us singing you know, screaming at the top of our lungs. You are taking me back to a very particular aspect of my life in those same years that I really don't think about. And when I talk about the band or think about the band, I don't really think about this aspect very often, but man, it was so important to me in those years that I was like perfecting the pop song. Yeah. That was like a major focus. And Tom obviously outstripped me in that same effort, but I was focused on a very similar thing that he was focused on. Yeah. And that's why the all American rejects mattered. Right. Like yep. I was really, and I, Kelly Clarkson, I would listen to that way. And I would listen to oh, yeah. I, Tom was listening to tattoo. I wasn't that into tattoo, but you know, like I would listen to pop that way and Britney Spears greatest hits. And that was a, one of the things in middle of the night was like about as good as I think I did of that type of pop. Yeah. Like a straight pop format. That was the closest I got. And not not our best song, but that was the closest I got to that thing. I remember having lengthy discussions with you about pop music. Oh yeah. And arguing obviously, of course, Beach Boys versus Beatles. Yes. That for hours. Right. Yeah. And you made me, I think, two Burned CDs. <laughs> I don't doubt which it. Which kind of goes with your tiered playlist things. One was yeah. here's here's the hits. Here here's the must haves. Yep. yep. And then here's disc two that had. He's like, oh, you. You're like, you need to listen to Disney Girls. If you don't know this yeah. song, listen to Disney Girls. And there was so many like you know just deep cuts on that second disc, and that one got spun in the CD player on our. Hey, our that's awesome. That's bunch. fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, the Beach Boys deep cuts. Yeah. I remember like going to Tom, like, hey, listen to this one. You know, what do you think? And then Disney Girls, kind of an odd pick. I feel like I might have must have just been really into Surf's Up at that moment. It's a good <laughs> song, but like you got feel flows on that same record, and that's a much better uh like that was probably on there. Uh, oh, for sure feel flows was on there. And I would have put Disney Girls on too. Yeah. I think that was one you're like, you're like, here, nobody knows this song, but it's like really well-crafted pop yeah. song. I'm now in the like, I stand Kokomo category. I've come all the way around. That song is way underappreciated. Anyway, I literally cannot let myself go down a Beach Boys rabbit <laughs> hole. Okay. The used, you made it to the final four. You're on Mount Rushmore. So we don't, you don't have to feel bad. Yellow Card, who I have to continue going back to their profile because I, again, only put one of their tracks on the playlist to begin with. 
is up against AFI. So here is the actually second biggest single of Yellow Card and also their second biggest song on Apple Music, Only One. chills chills. the melodies so good yeah that's a really good i forgot that song existed (laughs) okay now you gotta tell me what to do here if for afi i'm supposed to play love like winter that's the chart song but in terms of their top songs it's number five on apple music with three tracks from sing the sorrow in between like you're right, you're right. The scene knows better than the radio. Yeah. But I don't know. I already did that once. Can I really do that again? I think I might have to play Love Like Winter. I think you have to. I think I have to. So I think advantage yellow card. Here we go. allergic to that song but what do you think <laughs> <laughs> that just did not work for me and wow. i never did at the time either but are, are we disagreeing here you like it i didn't have that reaction i thought there was some cool stuff going on and yeah. i liked what they were going for okay it's just not as good a song that yellow card song yeah slays. I didn't expect and that. honestly they've got a pretty good one for the for the finals oh, the oh. <laughs> okay so afi thank you for all you've done for us at multiple seasons of my life you were an important band for me same coolest part of that track maybe was like the tremolo guitar going on was really that cool. was cool the synth i really didn't like it yeah. was again hot fuss killer synth right yeah it's like everyone's got to do that it's that same whatever it is a sine wave or square wave clearly i'm a synth sawtooth (laughs) yeah maybe it's sawtooth i'm a it probably is a sawtooth okay my chemical romance up against yellow card this is the championship round mike can we just take a moment sure to just acknowledge how unbelievable this pairing is this matchup right now (laughs) from where we started <laughs> it's insane. Man. Now, I know Fallout Boy is not going to listen to this, but like maybe you'll send it to Ryan Key and maybe he'll listen. Especially <laughs> if he especially if you tell him that his band got I don't ha- I to the final. You don't know you're not on friendly terms. I don't have his number. I mean, you know, seeing him, hey dude, what's you up? You could And he's he's maybe, yeah. maybe he's like, "Oh yeah, I think you're the bass player guy." You know. Well, but friendly, obviously. Okay, well, fine. Maybe he'll, uh, maybe he will hear this. You know what? Certainly possible. I'm going to shout out to, to Spider, our old drum tech, who mm-hmm. was Yellow Card's old drum tech. Who? I'm gonna send it to him. He'll send it to. He's gonna give it to LP. He'll send it to everybody. I don't know Holy if he's still on shit. good terms with them, which he probably is. He's got a Yellow Card tattoo. All right. Well, well, I think that's for life then. No plain white tees tattoo. What up, Spider? Come on. 
Come on, man. Anyway. Spider, you're letting us down here, dude. <laughs> okay. Going by the charts, we get The Ghost of You by My Chemical Romance. Mm. D-Day themed music video mm-hmm. that I think costs a quarter of a million dollars or something. And my friend Ryan, who maybe will ha- he will have been on the show by now, my friend Ryan Downs, him and his dad Scott were on. He is in this music video as oh, one wow. of the World War II reenactors. Okay. Here is The Ghost of You. At the top of my lungs in my arms That's the ghost of you. Here is a very good yellow card song called Breathing. Fan blades on the ceiling spin, but the air is never cold. Championship round, Mike. What do you think? Oh, man. This is tough. Not my favorite song from either band. Hmm. You know what? Let's hear your favorite song from either band, even though you're going to have to decide between these two songs. Oh, man. But let's give people, like, what's in your mind? Or have you have we already heard them? We've probably already heard them. Okay. Yeah. So they're old ones. Okay. Yeah. So not your favorite track by either band. Yeah. And also, you know, maybe very close to equally as good in their own right at what they're trying to do you think yeah i mean that song breathing is like it's really really tight songwriting and great dynamics like excellent use of the violinist who for all intents and purposes is really not necessary for a band like this you know it's like it's like a gimmick that could go really bad but you know he's used really well in this track Great riff, great verse, great chorus. Yeah. But that that My Chem song, the guitars are doing the octaves and they're almost sort of swirling while also being quite heavy. Yeah. And creating this extra movement. And it's a really good showcase for Gerard's vocals. I can't hear it without thinking of the video. So it gets like a $250,000 budget yeah. boost in my own mind because, yeah. you know, but that even when I hear it now, I see the video in my mind Yeah, and it's such a cool video and yeah, it just, it creates a, a mood that's, yeah, it's not obvious. I think the chorus of the My Chem song might not be as strong as the Yellow Card song. It just, you know, barely misses the mark. Yeah. It's close. Now, does seeingness play into this? Because that's been important to you for some of the other matchups. <sighs> As a scene band, does that give them the edge or the, the bands equal in your mind in that sense? I feel like both of these bands are two halves of the same crowd. Yeah. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're standing on the left or the right, but you're all there together. Now, let me double check. This seems... I feel like I got to double check this, that Helena, So Long, Good Night was a lower chart 
Yeah, that doesn't sound right, does it? Now, it, it, but it does sometimes happen that just a later single by a band that is still blowing up, like they're actively getting more popular every week. Yeah. You know, on the next record, you won't have that. Just the, the most famous song will do the best on the chart, right? Right, right. But when there's still momentum going, you can have a later track eclipse an earlier track sure. in chart position. So it looks like all we have here is the U.S. charts. Oh, and, and that has Helena above the ghost of you. So we may have found a loophole here. And I apologize uh-huh. for not catching this earlier. This is the song that should have played oh, no. by My Chemical Romance. So let's remind ourselves of breathing. Mm-hmm. We're going to give them a fighting chance here. So here's breathing again. I can feel it breaking free with each and every kiss. Okay, mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. the true contender, Helena. Also one of the all-time great re-intros into the second verse of a rock song right there. Oh my gosh, that song. There's only one thing I can say about that song. What is it? The song's a clear winner. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, so long and good night. No. Let's just wrap up this tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. I You know, I think that I must have been looking at, uh, there's like different Wikipedia pages for bands, right? Um, there's like the discography page, which is different than the regular page. And I, maybe I was looking at the rock charts and that one edged it out, but Helena was like, did much better on the U S pop charts. Like, yeah, you know, 33 versus 84. So that's, that's the biggest song on the pop charts, but I'm not, I can't find the rock charts right now anyway. So, oh, well, sorry for the unprofessional snafu, but we got to hear Helena, which yeah. is, that's on the platinum record playlist. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. And I, I feel like that in a way almost is the perfect song to represent what that scene kind of was. To wrap it up. Yeah. I think you're right. The video with all the choreography and the umbrellas spinning and like, yeah. man, they had great videos. They did. The Black Parade video is great. The Famous Last Words video is great. Yeah, expensive videos. I Don't Love You video is great. Man, well, yellow card, scrappy. Oh, man. Unbelievably scrappy. You know, this might be dated by the time the episode comes out, but they are the Brock Purdy, my 49ers quarterback, the final pick of the draft this year, winning four straight games as the starting quarterback for the 49ers. There it is. And taking them into the playoffs. That's yellow card. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully uh, we are not like defeated 
like yellow card ultimately was in this tournament. And hopefully we go all the way and win the Super Bowl. I'm not counting on it, but that'd be great. My Chemical Romance, uh, the dark princes of scene <laughs> radio rock. Yeah. I think they are so good. I think they're underrated, which is kind of, you know, really saying something because they're quite highly rated. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's still underrated. Do you, do you guys ever, I mean, you that probably would be a little too far afield where you would not overlap with them much in terms of shows and stuff. Yeah, I don't think we ever did unless it was on, you know, giant festivals that I don't, you know. Where there's 80 bands or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're all the hugest bands in the world kind of deal. Yeah. So I don't. Those festivals sound kind of fun. Like, are those like in like Mexico City and stuff like that, or are they in the states or what? We've done because they have different kinds of festivals abroad than here, right? In terms of sort of, we're kind of coming around to that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, in the past five years, ten years, probably maybe five. Interesting. Yeah, but yeah, you know, we've we've done like the Reading and Leeds festivals and right. Uh, Rock M Ring and Rock M Park, which are big, gigantic festivals in Germany. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. We just played one yeah. in Jakarta, Indonesia, right after Thanksgiving that Weezer wow. headlined, which was very cool. Yeah. I, I had a little bit of, I got a little FOMO about <laughs> some of that stuff. The cruises and the international festivals. Those are the two. Yeah. Those are, those are my two that I... Most wish I could have experienced. Cruises is definitely a new addition to that list. <laughs> I will tell you, you know, not to say anything bad about the cruises, but I would aspire to the festivals more sure, than the of cruises. Course. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. That's the more enduring one is the more international touring. I really loved the the amount of that that we got to do. Anyway, this is not a Sherwood episode. Mike, dude, thank you so much for joining yeah. me. This was so fun. Oh, yeah. It was great to uh, to do it and to chat and to hang and yeah. talk nerdy music shit. I love it. It's my love language. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to do on a weekday evening. Like This is my favorite way to end a day. I want access to your tiered playlists. Like I want to, I want to have those. You know what I mean? I I think uh, if you have an Apple Music account, I can I can share one. You probably don't. I don't. You're, <laughs> you're a PC guy. Yeah. Uh, I can make it into a Spotify one. I can convert it over and send it to you. If you ever do, I mean, don't go out of your I way will, for no, me. But I, if you ever well, do, just take a minute. I have a. I don't have to do it manually. I use a, a software program to to actually put it onto Spotify, which I then host for every episode. So the, oh, nice. there's a Spotify playlist for this episode listener and the link is in the show notes so if you want to listen to these songs and go back to this era which this would be a fun one to just put on shuffle i'll include some more of the songs that we didn't get to in the actual tournament like bands that didn't go far enough so there'll be a a bunch of extra songs on there yeah i feel like there's probably a lot of like glaring emissions yeah whoops not the most professionally run of my episodes today (laughs) (laughs) a lot of audibles a lot of thinking on the fly but you know it was really fun, and we heard some incredible songs, and we got to talk about them. Yeah. I only used one veto. That's right. Wow. I think that might be a record, but don't quote me on that. Dude, and that was... And that was for My Chemical Romance, dude. You almost let Sum 41 steal our fun. No, no kidding. Well, dude, I mean, this should have been the song that was up against Sum 41. Well, I think The Black Parade was a bigger song. That was just yeah. a huge pop hit, but... I gotta say, if... Helena was up against some 41. Helena would have won. 
Hands down. Yeah, I mean, that's always the interesting thing. Like, if it was song versus song and not artist versus artist, if the same songs went on, like, what do you think would be in the running for, like, would maybe win the whole thing? Helena would be in the running. Jimmy World. And they got knocked out early. Yeah. we. So what we didn't hear from Jimmy World was, like, for instance, Sweetness. Yeah. Like, Sweetness could maybe have run the table. I'm looking through the playlist. Not hands down by Dashboard. That's not quite strong enough. None of the Fall Out Boy songs. I feel like they used, if they had one more... If we got to blue and yellow, that one, oh. that would be up there. Yeah. Maybe if we had gotten to what's my age again, uh, a case could be made. Maybe. Maybe. Depending. I think if, if what's my age again was up against blue and yellow, that blue and yellow would have won. Man, blue and yellow by the U's just getting inordinate love here today. I love that. You love to hear it. That's an amazing, amazing song. Mike, what are the T's up to these days? Uh, imagine, you know, assume that this is coming out, let's say, in March. In March, I believe we're playing at Disney World in June. Nice. And probably a whole bunch of other stuff that in the, I in can't the think of right yeah. now. Yeah. And maybe not all of it's booked yet. Oh, and new music is going to be coming out this year. Okay, 2023. Already in the works. Already have Sweet. stuff recorded continue working on that probably video that sort of thing yeah yeah and just you know getting out there doing our thing love it man thank you so much for joining me this is really great thank you it's fun